Hello and welcome to the Amateur Austenite. My name is Frances Duncan. I am an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. My co-host is my friend Sean. Good morning. Today we're trying something new. It is our first time doing this virtually rather than in person. And we are going to be talking about the first episode of the reality TV series, The Courtship. If we like it, we will continue. Otherwise, we may abandon mid-season. I have a few thoughts already. It's basically a costumed bachelorette with gorgeous backdrops and they slightly do different things they don't have a rose ceremony they have a last dance and that is wonderful because it gives each of the suitors instead of bachelors a chance to actually spend some time alone with the heroine miss remy and she gets to go are you what i'm looking for or not Absolutely, my first thought was, this is the Bachelorette, I was going to say in drag, but not in drag, just put into Jane Austen costumes, Regency costumes. As I never watched The Bachelorette or The Bachelor in the first instance, because I couldn't stand the programmes, not being a Bachelorette fan, I was quite ambivalent, but I really, really do like the setting, so I thought I'll give it a go, and I'll take it for what it is. It is American transported backwards, of course. I did like the spot where there was the major domo welcoming the guys and trying to teach one of them how to say water. Water. No, water. Water. <laughs> and I had to laugh at that. I'm enjoying the setting, but I'll wait and see. There was a couple of other things that rather irritated me. The women have got their hair down. Yes. I'm sorry. If you're going to go Regency, you go Regency properly. The dresses and, were also inaccurate. I love the neckline. That's very much a neckline I would wear all the time, but it is not Regency. Other characters seem to be reasonably appropriate, but Miss Remy's are not, and no, the host is, is not either, weirdly. She's just modern. She's got a low-waisted dress, and quite frankly, when she came in, I thought, you look like you've just got out of the shower and put your dress on quickly. I thought her hair looked terrible. No, I loved her hair. I liked it when she was closer and you could see the lovely bits around the side. But when she was standing in that doorway, all you could see looked like bedraggled rat's tails. I'm sorry. If it were Regency, her hair would be up and it would be natural. She's very clearly had a lot of work done on her hair because my understanding is black hair is not naturally straight. No, so she's had it straight. And I think that's a great pity because in this type of thing, hair up looks so much more stunning. It's girl next door look when you have it down like this. I think they were trying to go for romantic with her hair no. and with her dresses. It just didn't fit with the genre they're trying to portray. Following Bridgerton, <laughs> they're using modern music and bits of modern dress. Now she's having to push her hair back behind her ears. I did notice she moves a lot more and is a lot more expressive than you would expect a Regency lady to be, as are the men. Actually, the men could not keep the excitement and sort of awe off their faces when they went into the building going, oh my oh, God, this is gorgeous. That was lovely. It seems they may have had some sort of Regency boot camp, but it's not terribly clear. One of the guys said he knew nothing. So one got rather the impression that they hadn't had a boot camp or he'd not attended it, maybe. But they knew the dancers. 
Yeah, that's true. So they must have done some dance practice. Those are not what you would normally do. They're very close dancers. I wonder about her trying to find somebody on the other side of the world. A lot of the suitors are American, but it's one of the problems that I have with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette that they meet people who live in another part of the country and then they have to, one or other or both, uproot their life to be together. It's the kind of challenge that you do have. Mind you, in America, they do move around an awful lot. She's in Seattle, but did she start off in Seattle? Does she come from I can't remember that. They're very mobile society. One thing that's different, although not completely different to The Bachelorette, is that they have a court. Her parents, her best friend, and her sister. But recent incarnations of other dating reality shows have had family involved. So it's not that new. I like that they get power, though. They get to pick six people she takes on a group date. Certainly in the Regency period, obviously parents in most cases would have a significant influence. When it boils down to it, I'm actually all for that, even in modern day, because your parents know you. And I'm not suggesting goes down the arranged marriage track, although it works for some. It might help leaven the lust from the reality, as it were, by having somebody able to talk about characteristics that might annoy the person over time or remember to ask these questions about, you know, do they like pets? (laughs) Make sure you have some common interests. The inclusion of her best friend Tessa I found really interesting because she is the sort of person you would traditionally expect to be this main character, and I'm interested to see how the men are going to treat her moving forward. I did wonder about that. She does seem very much like the usual person, the stereotypical person. I mean, so far I quite like Miss Remy. So do I. I like that they did not go for a white blonde girl. They got a black main character and they had diversity in the suitors as well. They are mostly from America, but not all from America. They all seem very attractive in one way or the other. Apart from anything, it's a wonderful opportunity. This is a more interesting show than The Bachelor normally is because it's got this extra... It's a gimmick, let's be honest. But it does give a little bit more humour, interest. You watch how they react to this, for them, such a foreign environment. I had expected either Miss Remy or one of the suitors to say they were doing it because they love this time period or they love Jane Austen, and no one did. You don't know whether, in fact, they do and they know much about it or they just don't really know much. There's there's probably that element of them being very attracted by... They've seen the movies and they really rather like the costumes and the dressing and the settings and things, and thought, well, yes, we'll have a go at this. You know, I wonder how many are really serious about expecting to find love. There's a musician and there's a content creator. These are people that are looking for fame and exposure, which are the easier people to get onto a show like this because most people think, I'm not that stupid. But it does bring in the question, are they here for the right reason? And this is something that crops up on the other reality dating shows all the time. I do remember an episode of The Bachelorette once where a guy rapped about being there for the right reasons. It was very uncomfortable. But this is something that already Miss Remy is considering. Are they here for the right reasons? Yes, I think if you're what I would call an ordinary person, you would have to think very serious about such an event because you're putting yourself out there and you don't know how they're going to slant. 
Although ordinary people do not look like these people. <laughs> Let's rephrase that. They are all of a particular attractive... They're still beautiful people. None of them are the dustbin cleaner down the road or the guy that works in the supermarket. They're all professionals in one way or the other. But that would be her suitors, let's be honest, because she's an accomplished woman. And if you were taking that into the Regency period, she would be an heiress. So therefore, her suitors are going to be on the same sort of level. So they are introduced via letters, which is very inappropriate, because they would not write letters directly to the heroine. They should have wrote the letters directly to the parents. Mr. Cohn stood out to me as a front runner. He was the first person and he got quite a big introduction. He did, didn't he? They ruin it at the end by showing him poking his tongue out and doing a weird little dance. But he likes food. Good. (laughs) And he's all about growth. And he says a lovely thing about try and find me from the scent of this letter. And she does. And all I could think was, what if you don't like it? (laughs) (laughs) In certain bad Regency novels where the heroine drenches the letters with perfume and the hero throws it away. Mr. Sapper, he has the long hair. He's very much a model. He looks like he could be on the cover of romance novels. And they literally have him coming out of the lake. I know. Oh, I just about died. He gets to stay and she says to him, you're a little bit about show i want you to be more open and more vulnerable being a model as he is he's very used to being in front of the camera so it's almost an automatic reaction yeah i quite like him i like him too i liked captain kim and i was very glad that he was saved i was worried that he was in the final six and he Mm. does this lovely little wink at the end of his letter and i was like oh you can do that to me anytime (laughs) yes The only issue with him is that he wrote about sexual tension in the letter and perhaps used the wrong terms because what he really wanted was, you know, I want us to have chemistry and passion. But then her mother read the letter about sexual tension and that kind of put them all off him a bit. Maybe that is how a male would write more realistically. Yeah, I don't think they had help on their letters. I think they definitely wrote them themselves. One of them put a rap in it. I tell you what I really like is they've all got the same shoes. Of course, they'd have all had different waistcoats, so they were all very uniform. While in the modern period, but wears black suit. In those days, they'd have had elaborate waistcoats, and they might have even had coloured jackets. They wouldn't necessarily have had the black jackets, coloured breeches. But they've made them all uniform, which is I think actually works well in this because you're focused on the person rather than their dress and talk to them rather than get distracted about their choice of wear. Because I could imagine some of them probably in real life a lot less used to dressing up. There was something really incongruous about one of the guys saying bro and tapping the other guy on their shoulder while in a Regency suit. There was actually quite a few anachronisms throughout the show. The host refers to the ball as a Regency prom. That was painful. But I did like that they had extras, so it wasn't just the suitors and Miss Remy and her court. So there were other people dancing, and it looked beautiful, and they had live musicians. Miss Remy compares Austen to a fairy tale. No. This is always the thing that irritates Austenites, isn't it? The lack of understanding about what Austen's all about. It's always seen as a rom-com. 
I think we need to talk about the doctor. He was very sure of himself. He told dad jokes. He gave her an apple. He thought that he had an in because her mother was also a doctor. But he didn't sit quite right. So I'm glad that she sent him home. Twice he tries to tell her no, that he shouldn't go. And then he says that she made a big mistake, thereby proving that she made the correct choice. That was sort of a pity, wasn't it, really? Because when I first saw him, I thought, you know, she could be comfortable with him. She's familiar with his background. And let's be honest, a doctor's always an attractive proposition for most people. He's an Um, anaesthetist, so he makes bank. It was very interesting, but he obviously had that innate arrogance. It's getting to the end of the series always, because I may be wrong, but I'm not sure how many episodes of The Bachelorette or Bachelor actually ever have true love everlasting after the show. Not many. It's this false environment. Do they get the opportunity to socialise outside of this? Or are they filmed everywhere? Are they always dressed like this? They're Um, always filmed. Some of these people want to fall in love, but can you actually force that? Can you put people in a situation and force them to develop those feelings? Falling in love is a very dangerous thing to make a judgment call on. In what's essentially a short time, you're not seeing them at their worst with the toilet seat up and, and all of those little idiosyncrasies. It still is a false situation, is it not? Yeah. Is it this, we must fall in love, or actually we must find somebody with whom we're really compatible and we can develop that depth of love, which is quite different from in love? There was more I wanted to say about the doctor. He gives her a rose quartz for her heart chakra, which seems very weird for a doctor to be doing, particularly in a public arena. Medical professionals tend to stick very much to the scientific, but he talks about chakras as well as crystals. But this is America. I feel like that's going to be an explanation the whole way through the season, but it's America. (laughs) Even though we're in England, it's America. The other thing that he does is he quotes Jane Austen. Points, however, he quotes Marianne in Sense and Sensibility, saying that it doesn't take time necessarily to get to know anyone, completely missing the point that Marianne is wrong. She is talking about Mr. Willoughby, who turns out to be a bad guy. Not a good argument to make. Well, again, it shows a lack of real comprehension of Austen. Let's go and check for quotes from Austen about love. The quote about books or, or reading that was on the, the £10 note, you know, which was by... Um, Carolyn Bingling. Yes. There it, is no joy like reading. Someone who's missed the point completely. Miss Remy is already getting emotionally involved. One mm. of her suitors gives a very long speech and you're like, oh, he's leaving, isn't he? And both of them cry when he leaves. You must like some people, but feel that you're never going to fall in love with them. And therefore you have to vote them off. Unlike women in Jane Austen's time, Miss Remy has agency. She wouldn't be able to sit without chaperones really close by. And she says to the guys when she's dancing with them, she gets her last six. Some of them she's obviously not sure of, and that's why they're there. She wants to see if they can step up. And she says... I'm attracted to you. Here's what I need from you. Her challenge of being able to say that sort of thing would not occur in the Regency. I loved that she could do this, though. And she was really clear about what she wanted. And when she talked about what she wanted in a partner, she said she wanted someone kind, confident and fun, which doesn't actually say a lot. 
don't we all want somebody who's kind, confident and fun? We all want somebody who's kind. What do you mean by kind? He adopts stray dogs. I need somebody that'll support me in my career who will not feel intimidated. Or if I choose to stop working and have kids, I know that he'll be supportive and he enjoys having children. Those are the things that you really would talk about. It's the superficial that we tend to get. Miss Rumi does have one single date and I didn't catch the guy's name. I did like him. He's getting a thicker New York accent as he goes on. He's dropping his trying to pretend to have without it, isn't he? <laughs> they go outside, which is very inappropriate, and there are fireworks, which is fantastic. He gets nervous and blushes, and they actually feel like they already have a thing, and they kiss. Again, horribly inappropriate, but it works. Yes, it does work. That was actually quite nicely done. I mean, as you say, forget about the anachronisms. The way in which they did that was lovely. And the backdrop with those fireworks, well, let's be honest, it always looks wonderful, doesn't it? Even if the show is a train wreck, it is beautiful. So far, I don't dislike her. And that goes a long way to making it a pleasant show. She comes across as a nice person and somebody you'd quite like to have as a friend. Some of the other types of shows like this, I've just disliked the main character on site. Which She's got a lovely it? smile. Oh, she is gorgeous. I She's date delightful. her. Actually, yes. no, I think she'd be a bit intimidating for me. That brings us to a close. And that is our discussion on the first episode of The Courtship. My yes. name is Frances Duncan. You can find me at francisduncanwrites.com and on Twitter at Francis underscore Duncan. Thank you for listening and we wish you happy reading. No, happy watching. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me. But if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch and some Pride and Prejudice heavily pride focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!